So we are celebrating, celebrating a change that's happened in people's lives this morning. A change. It's, it's important, I think, at times for us to even stop and just remember what it's all about. And if maybe you've never heard the story, to know what it's all about. So I want to share with you is a little bit just what the scripture teaches about, about life in Jesus Christ. The Bible says this, all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, you notice it doesn't say everybody but the pastor, everybody but the Sunday school teacher, but it says all of us have rebelled against God. And just a few verses later in Romans, it says that the wages of sin is death. In other words, what we earn because we've rebelled against God is separation from God. Death is separation. So because we're in rebellion against God, we're separated from Him. We don't have a relationship with Him. But God has this desire. He created us. And His desire is to have a personal relationship with all of us. In the Old Testament, when God's people sinned, he, he sent them into captivity, okay? To show how separated they were from him and the way they had acted. And there's a, there's a passage in, in Jeremiah, he, he, God says this, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, and I will bring you back from your captivity. See, God says, I want you to seek me. I want you to come to me. I want you to trust to me. I want you to depend upon me. But God knows that it's hard for us to do that without, without help. And the story of the New Testament is about God coming into the world himself. God sent his son Jesus, and Jesus was God in the flesh. And Jesus lived a sinless life, but he convicted people of their lifestyles. He convicted people of the way they lived. He convicted people by by his teaching and, and, and his preaching. And we don't like that very well, do we, when that happens? And so what happened is mankind sent him to a cross, an instrument of, of capital punishment. Where they nailed him to a cross where he shed his blood and he suffered and he died for you and me. Because God said that the only way that you will come to me, the only way you can find a relationship with me, is if your sins are covered by the, by the blood of an innocent lamb. And Jesus became the lamb of God that shed his blood for us. And so God made a way to have a relationship with you and I. And Isaiah says, surely he took our infirmities and carried our iniquities. But we see him suffering, a man smitten by God and stricken by him. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Because all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. So Jesus became guilty of our sins. Jesus was talking to a very religious man. His name was Nicodemus. Nicodemus would stop and pray 18 prayers three times a day. Nicodemus probably had the whole Old Testament memorized. He was a Pharisee. And he told Nicodemus, he says, Nicodemus, unless you are born from above, you can't get into the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus didn't understand that. What does that mean? How does that happen? And that's what I want to share with you. You see, you can't get from here to God on your own. Jesus says, flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. Okay? Flesh cannot become spirit without help from God. God. God needs to change our hearts. God needs to change our spirits. We need to be cleansed. And that's what the first step is all about when we believe in Jesus when we invite him in our hearts and lives he washes away all of the guilt all the garbage all the sin in our lives 
and we become a new person in him. That's what it means to be born from above. It involves a spiritual transplant. In Ezekiel, he says this, I will sprinkle clean water on you and it will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from your idols. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. I will move from you a heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. We come to Jesus and he changes our lives. He gives us his spirit. He puts his spirit in us and we become new people in Jesus Christ. That's what it means to be born again from above. To be born anew. We are new people. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. And we become a child of God at that point. It says in, in John, it says, To all who received him, to those who believed in them, he gave them the right to become children of God, children born of natural descent or of human decision, but born of God. We become born into a new family because we believe in who Jesus is. We believe in what he's done. But it's more than just a head knowledge. It has to be a heart change. And so we invite Jesus to come into our lives. We, we receive him into our lives. And say, Jesus, I believe in who you, who you are. I believe in what you've done for me. And I invite you to come into my life and make me a new person. And I will live my life for you. Because it's a life change decision. I can't any longer live like I want to live. I live for the Lord Jesus. Now, it's like this. I have a dirty sock. Okay? Whew! It's belonged to anybody out there? Huh? Maybe it's Gage's. He's up, he's somewhere right here somewhere, okay? We'll blame Gage for it. Eric, you'll love that, right? But if I lay that sock there and say, be clean, get clean. Can it get clean by itself? No, the answer is no. Did you get that? This sock cannot clean itself. It needs help from the outside, doesn't it? And that's the way our hearts are. That's the way our spirits are. Because of our rebellion, they become black as coal, the scripture says. And we need outside help. This cannot get clean without help. And our lives cannot get clean without Jesus. And so when Jesus came into the world, he came to cleanse our lives and give us new meaning and give us new hope and give us joy and give us peace and give us a direction to live so we don't live life aimlessly anymore. And when that happens, when we do that, the next step in that process is baptism. Baptism is a sacrament. We believe it's a gift from God in which he he speaks to our hearts. He gives us a gracious blessing from his presence. The early church saw baptism as a sacred oath in which one was giving a lifelong loyalty commitment to God. In baptism, we are promising never to break the agreement that I will believe in Jesus and give my life to him. It speaks to the fact that my sins have been washed away. I'm dying to an old life and I'm rising to a new life. My heart has been cleansed. My life has been cleansed. My spirit has been cleansed. And I am a new person in Jesus Christ. That's what we celebrate today. Now, if the worship team wants to get ready... Oh, I thought they were up there. They surprised me. Sorry about that. They're going to they're sing a couple songs right now. And as they sing, I'm just going to ask you to stand when they start. And if you would like to come forward this morning, like... Matt said, these altars are always open. They're just kind of a special place where we can come before the Lord and say, Lord, I invite you to come into my life and change me. I invite you, Lord, to fill me. I invite you, Lord, to, to cleanse my heart. That's, that's what we're inviting you to do this morning.
Everybody will see you, that's for sure. Okay? But you know, everybody Jesus called in Scripture, He called them out publicly to make a stand. And I know this much, if you won't stand up for Jesus today here, when you go back into your everyday world, it's going to be almost impossible to stand up for Jesus there. Because there's people who are praying for you right now. They're going to be praying that, that, that maybe you'll step out. And what a wonderful testimony to what's going to happen in a minute that some of you might find Jesus Christ as your Savior this morning because you, you're here to celebrate the baptism of a friend, a brother, sister, a loved one. So I invite you. They're going to sing two songs as everybody's finishing getting ready. And if you'd like to come forward this morning, I invite you to step out and come to these altars. Let's pray. Father, I just ask right now that your spirit would just move in our midst. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for the power of your word and the blood of Jesus to change our lives. I just ask you, Lord, to move in our midst. And Father, if there's someone here that you're just touching their heart saying, I love you, child. I gave my life for you, child. Come and give your life to me. And let's see what we can do together. Give them the courage, Lord, to step out and gather at these altars and give themselves to you.